Welcome back to Honest Sports Talk. Today I'm only with Sam as Cadwell cannot be with us. But today we're talking uh, the very uneventful trade deadline. and But we'll tell you about Carlos Dunlap to Seattle, Yannick Ngakwe to Baltimore, and Everson Griffin to Detroit. Uh, very uneventful trade deadline. It was somewhat shocking, but somewhat not. You figure with the virus it might be a little slow, but I thought maybe – there will be a couple of trades. Um, we're going to get into who should have been traded later, but first let's go talk about Carlos Dunlap to the Seattle Seahawks. He was traded for B.J. Finney, an offensive lineman, uh, and then also they received a seventh-round draft pick for Carlos Dunlap. But, I mean, that made sense. Dunlap was very unhappy to be in Cincinnati. He's a solid pass rusher. Yeah, I like I like them that to the Seahawks. I mean, it's really going to help out their defensive front. Um, I think he should get the starting spot straight off. And yeah, it's just going yeah. it to me. It's really that trade is. I think the Seahawks won that trade. Yeah, they um, did. But the Bengals made a big salary dump of eleven point three million off of Dunlap. That was kind of the big thing with that. And other than he was unhappy being there. But he's a former yeah, I think, but I also think it's a just for the Seahawks to add another Pro Bowler to their lineup. I think it's just going to help their case right. in the NFC. Uh, let's move on to Everson Griffin to the Detroit Lions. Uh, it was Everson Griffin. The Lions received Everson Griffin, and the Cowboys received a 2021 sixth round draft pick. This made sense for both sides because Griffin, Griffin is an older player, and the Cowboys are not in a win now scenario. And the Lions, they're on that edge. But I don't think Everson Griffin, I don't think edge rush was the problem. But you know they went out and got a very solid player. He's almost thirty three, but I mean, he's only had two and a half sacks through this year. But he didn't play in the first couple weeks, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean. Yeah. I don't – you know, Everson Griffin, I really think the Cowboys could have got a better pick out of him. Maybe an earlier round pick. I would have said maybe a fourth or fifth. But... I, think he, I think he's a little old for, you know, getting a fourth or a fifth because, I mean, you got to think, like, third-round player could be another Everson Griffin in just a few years. So, I mean, that's really tough for a team to go get just a younger version of the same player because he's not the same player he was when he was in uh, Minnesota. He's gotten older, and he's just not as good anymore. But I like this trade on both sides of the ball because yeah. I really think the Lions can have a shot at making the playoffs, but mm-hmm. I don't know, especially since Stafford just got put on COVID reserve. Yeah, Stafford was placed on COVID-19 reserve list today. Um that's sad, but, you know, it's just kind of what's going to happen. Also, the Cowboys are having a lot of problems themselves. They decided to bench Danucci, and they're right now starting – Starting uh, Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. He has – He's on the practice squad. So he's never taken NFL snaps. No, no. He's been on the practice squad since they got him. And uh, uh, other big news related to COVID – uh, San Francisco shut down their facilities today, and they're supposed to play in Thursday night football tomorrow night. As of right now, that game's still going on. But... Yes, but I, I mean, if there's a positive test on one of the players, 
He, they've already, see. they've already isolated him, and yeah, but they're if gonna there's a positive test on one of the, if there's a positive test on any more players, I think they, I think they're gonna think call it the yeah. first good Thursday night football game of the year. Yeah, uh, let's go to the last big deal of that this very uneventful deadline. Baltimore got Yannick Ngakwe from Minnesota uh, for a third round pick this year, and then a fifth round pick next year. I mean, Yannick is a very good player. He had a very sad history in Jacksonville. That's he was part of Saxonville, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, he he had a bad start. The Minnesota had a bad start, and they just tried to cut their losses here, and it was not good. And Gakwe was definitely not the problem. Yeah, not Gakwe. I really like him. I mean, I think he's a great player. So I think I like this move. I think it's just best for him, honestly. Right. Um, and then um, there's not much else happening around the league. Javon Wims, who you know punched Chauncey Gardner Johnson, has gotten a two-game suspension. Um, Tack McKinley, he's called out the Falcons for not trading him, even uh, though he wants out. Today, the Texans sick. signed Josh McCown to back up Sean Watson. Mm-hmm. Um, what else has been happening? Not much. It's been it's been pretty pretty silent in the NFL over a few days. Uh, the trade deadline was really disappointing. But Jimmy G, he may need surgery, and he'll miss four to six weeks if that is the case. That's big, but I mean that's big for. But I feel like I feel like Nick Mullins, Nick Mullins is inconsistent. But when he has a good game, it's a really he looks like a starter. But it's just his consistency is not there. Uh, and Antonio Brown has officially been activated by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers off of the. I think this is. I think this is a good. I think this is a good fit for Antonio Brown. Because you look at Antonio Brown, you look at his age. I'd say there's only one to two good years left in him, and I'd say the same about Tom Brady. Right. So, I'd say – I think they're going all all in with Brady. Yeah, and I think they're going – You got to. This is it. This is our year. This is yep. – You got to go all in when you have a guy like Brady on your team. I mean, but uh, they probably have that, – once they, After they signed Brown, I think they have the best receiving core in the league. You can't compete with know, that. man. Who's gonna Who's gonna guard Godwin, Evans, Gronk, and Brown? I mean, you can't. You Maybe. don't have many good corners on your team that can guard all those guys. Um, other big COVID news: John Elway and Joe Ellis, big time people in the Denver Broncos organization, have both tested positive for the virus. They've both obviously been quarantined. They've also been quarantined and everything. But I mean, it's just. You know, this this is what's going to happen. They're going to have to figure out how to get around it. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, also, let's move into something that we were talking about yesterday. Um, we'll get into that uh, right after this quick break. So today we are going to talk about some trades that should have happened at the deadline. We'll go over some 
previews to tomorrow night's game before we give our picks tomorrow. And over our break, some people got put on the COVID-19 list that will definitely impact the game tomorrow night if it's even played at this point. Uh, We'll start with the 49ers placing Devo Samuel, rookie Brandon Ayuk, and uh, first-year 49er Trent Williams on the COVID-19 reserve list. Um, That's big. Those are three big guys for them on offense. And their defense defense is already depleted with the lack of Nick Bosa and um, Solomon Thomas. Yeah, I really think – now that they got put on the COVID-19 list, I really don't think the game's going to happen tomorrow. That's four players on the COVID-19 list. I'm really – I'm starting to have doubts on the Thursday night football game tomorrow. Even if they do, though, the 49ers are going to be so shorthanded because of Jimmy G, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Trent Williams, Debo Samuel, and they just released Dante Pettis. I truly don't know who can play receiver. And, I mean, they got Jarek McKinnon. And that's all. That's about the only player on their offense I can think of not named Nick Mullins. They're going to struggle tomorrow if they even play this game. Yeah. I really – if the game happens, which as of right now, that's four players on the COVID list, which, I mean, if that's four players, like they had just added three within, what, 20 Five, minutes? Yeah, they put them all on there at the exact same time. So within 20 minutes, that means there's there's definitely more people on the 49ers that have it. Right. They just the test uh, results haven't come back yet. So if you look at the side of things for Green Bay, who we'll talk about in deals that probably should have happened at the deadline, um, they have come off two straight losses. They've lost to Tampa Bay and a shocker upset to Minnesota. Who are now? I wouldn't really call it an upset. Minnesota's better than what their record says. They're two and five now, so maybe maybe they are. But I mean, either way, the I don't have. I don't think they have a shot at the playoffs. Even if the Vikings were undefeated at that point, I still would have probably picked Aaron Rodgers and the Packers because I have faith in him to beat the Vikings. But uh, big big chance for them to bounce back, especially if the Forty Nine ers are going to be this depleted. Aaron Rodgers has truly just got to play better. Um, if Wait, you, what's the uh, Packers' record right now? Is it two? Uh, are they two? They are f- five and two. They're five and two. With, they're tied with the Bears right now for first place in their division. Yeah, so if they lose tomorrow's game, <clears throat> the Bears win on Sunday, which – who do they play? The Bears, they play – I think they're on the – no, they play Tennessee. That's going to be a good game. Big matchup for both those teams. Yeah, Tennessee's coming. Tennessee's kind of been like Green Bay. I mean, last, after last week's loss to the Bengals, like, Tennessee really needs to bounce back. Right. Uh, if uh, look at Aaron Rodgers' uh, last game, he went twenty-seven to forty-one for two hundred ninety-one yards and three touchdowns. Obviously, the Packers were down Aaron Jones. I'm not sure if he's back this week. Let me look real quick. He is questionable. Bakatari is questionable, and obviously Debo. Uh, Debo Samuel, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tevin Coleman, and George Kittle are all out, as well as Trent Williams and um, Brandon Ayuk. Yes, and then you look at week seven, Aaron Rodgers had a horrid game. He went – or no, wait. Oh, no, wait. My bad. They won against the Texans in week seven. He he had four touchdowns and 283 yards, but obviously I think it was – yeah, week six – 
you know, he, he finally went up against a huge defense and they kind of, they kind of shut him down, quite frankly. I mean, they really did 160 yards, two interceptions. That's horrible if you're Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, if you're the caliber of Aaron Rodgers, then rough. That's rough. That's that's not a good week for you. Not um, a good. Week. Uh, also, some other big games that we will preview Saturday. Steelers Cowboys not a huge game but you know that that could be a team that can definitely beat the Steelers if they go in there not paying attention really. Uh Saints Buccaneers they that's a huge game take take first in their division Seahawks Bills that's a big game Ravens Colts big game Panthers Chiefs I think is going to get slept on as a game. That's a, I think the biggest I think the most important game on Sunday has got to be the Buccaneers and the Saints because this is yeah. a must win thing for the Buccaneers because if they Finish out with the same record. The Saints get the the Saints get the tiebreaker. And this year, if you don't win your division, even with a ten win team, you're not a hundred percent going to get into the playoffs. Right. Not a hundred percent anymore. So uh, this is a must win for Tampa Bay. Obviously, I think it's a must win for both of them. I think if see uh, New Orleans falls, they can definitely you know struggle to regain momentum. Uh, Michael Thomas, I don't think he's going to play. <coughs> Excuse I, me. I think if Brady just plays how he's been playing all year, which he's been playing like his younger self all year, I think that Tampa Bay yeah. will get it done. Uh, Dolphins and Cardinals play as well. Uh, that's a big game. Lions and Vikings play. A bit of a slept-on game, but that can really propel the Lions into, you know, fighting for that playoff spot with the Bears and the Packers because the Packers lose tomorrow night, and I don't think the Bears are going to be the Titans. The Lions are right there with both of those teams at 4-4. Four and four. Yeah, the Lions are one of my sleeper teams right now, even uh, though they're 3-4, and four, but <clears throat> still, I mean, 3-4 and four is still good enough. Right. Uh, if they were to win, they would move to 4-4, four and four, and if the Bears and the Packers lost, uh, the Packers would move to 5-3, and three. And the Bears move to five and four. I think the Packers can win, but I think it's going to be a lot tougher for the Bears, purely because the Titans are very tough this year. Um, you know, Derrick Henry is big. They're just coming off of two tough losses, so the Titans, the Titans definitely need a bounce back week. And the Bears have had some struggles too, losing. So both these teams need a bounce back week. Say both. They're both on two-game losing streaks at the moment. Yep. Um, but anyway, so let's move into some deals that probably should have happened at the deadline but didn't. I would love to start out with uh, Will Fuller. He should have been dealt. I don't know if it should have been too I think early. any – I think – I think a pro bowl – I think any pro bowl caliber player on the Texans should have been dealt. I think they – no, no, wait a minute. Because first of all, I know you don't mean this, but you got to take out Deshaun Watson in that conversation. He's yeah, I'm not going to put Deshaun Watson. But I don't think you can trade JJ. First, I all, think you could should, because, in my opinion, he should retire a Texan. But I know this is a business, and that's not always, um, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, people wanted people wanted always, Tom to retire a Patriot, but yeah, but that didn't happen, obviously. But I think JJ, he will do everything he can. He would never leave them, is what I mean. Never Very leave them Brady, unless he got Brady traded, Brady. is what it, is what you mean. Right. Uh, 
yeah, he wouldn't do it unless they kind of forced him into it by trading him. <clears throat> oh, breaking news. Just now coming in, I got the notification that Broncos D-lineman Shelby Harris has been placed on the COVID-19 reserve list. Um, puts him in uh, – this does not put the game in jeopardy against the Falcons this Sunday, but it does put his chance of playing in jeopardy. So, you know, he's a big he's a big guy for the uh, Denver Broncos. I don't but, think it'll – I don't think really – Missing him for this Sunday will have much of an impact for the game, but yeah, missing anyone on your starting and your right. starting rotation is is gonna hurt you. Um, so I think Will Fuller definitely should have been dealt, probably to Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay could have used help. Green Bay. You could have used a number two guy behind Devontae. Because if you look at Green Bay, um. I think I'm gonna look at Aquamius St. Brown because I would call him their second best receiver. You know, I'm I mean, saying we'll look, we'll look, we'll look who had the most catches. Marquez Valdez Scantling, yeah, he'll be it. Marquez Valdez Scantling on the year has, um, on the year he has uh 16 receptions for 261 yards and a touchdown. Let me get you Will Fuller real quick. Will Fuller on the year with a very depleted offense and Deshaun Watson not having any time at all to throw the ball has 31 receptions for 490 yards and five touchdowns. I think he should have gotten dealt him or Kenny Stills, who also on the year has. And I think you, um, I think it would have been a really good move for the Packers because Fuller's used to being the number two guy because he's usually. Been the number two yeah, guy he, to he was behind D Hop, so I really think that it would have been a smooth transition to go to Green Bay, right. and it would have been a really good move for Green Bay. Even, I, if he would have got traded, even, that would have probably been the best deal of the deadline. But right, of course he even didn't. Brandon, so even Brandon Cooks, who could have been traded, even though he's their number one. I mean, you should have traded one of your three receivers. He has 34 receptions for 427 yards and two touchdowns. Did you say Brandon Cook was their number one? I would say he is. I yeah. wouldn't say he is. I'd say Fuller's their number one guy, but well, yeah, I'd say Brandon but, Cook's second or third because Brandon Cook's yeah. gone downhill these last few years. Ever since he left the, left the injuries, Patriots. Injuries have really killed him. Yeah. But, I mean, Watson hasn't had a bad year either. Um, he's just, you know, he's just struggled with no, no real weapons, no offensive line. I mean, on the no year, pass protection at all, no time, uh, no time in the pocket. Just a little over two thousand yards for him on the year. Fifteen touchdowns, five interceptions. I mean, that's that's really that's not bad for not having an offensive line. Um, their defense is solid. They're not the best, but they're not the worst. They used to be the best, but kind of without Jadevi and Clowney and all their stars getting a bit older, they've kind of fallen off on defense. But, I mean, you know, you're going to have that when you're having the same defense come back over and over and over. And, you know, eventually there's not going to be the same team. But, uh, yeah, Will Fuller definitely should have been dealt, I would say, to the Packers. But, I mean, I think you, someone either cooks, either cooks, Stills or uh, Fuller needed to get out of get out of Houston. I think they're, Houston, they're all three of them. I really think Houston, and for Houston's part, I really think they needed to make some moves for draft picks. 
Right. They need they, – yeah, because they don't have their first or their second-round pick this year. They both belong to the Dolphins. But I don't think you're getting a first or second out of Will Fuller. No, 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 no. But you need to be able to get more third or fourth-round picks to try to you know, make up for the lack of first. Possibly on the Texans right now, get a first or second-round pick or Deshaun Watson or J.J. Watt, and you're not going to trade those guys. Right. J.J. Watt was put on their untouchables list right before the trade deadline. Um. Another player, that, in my opinion, that should have been dealt was Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I don't think he. I think I any think quarterback from I think any quarterback Darnold. from the Washington football team should have been dealt. I think you would have been more likely to see Darnold dealt than. Um, no, I think I think you would have Dwayne seen Haskins. I think you would have seen Haskins dealt over Darnold. But my thing with Haskins is that Ron Rivera is a good coach. He coached Cam Newton to where Cam Newton was. But you know injuries hurt Cam. That's not that's not Ron's fault. But listen, when you have such a reputable coach put someone on the bench, then that, in my opinion, screams that either this guy don't have work ethic or he's not good at all, and you really can't fix him, and you got to move to the next thing. That's why I think by benching him, they put a lot of red flags on him, and no team was willing to risk it. Yeah, I think I think Dwayne Haskins is the. Uh... What year was he? Was he? 19, right? He was 2019 draft. He was a rookie last year. They are already giving up on him. That tells me Ron Rivera has seen something that he's like, I don't even want to waste my time. Yeah, I think Dwayne Haskins is probably the biggest bust in that draft because I know he was selected really early. 19. Yeah, early. He slid. A little bit. Yeah, so that means that means the other that means other NFL teams saw something. Awesome. That was Daniel Jones, Kyler Murray. Um, yeah. Well, also, Washington's management has been horrible. Dan Snyder is probably the worst owner in the league. I don't even know who their GM is, which means he isn't very good. But they got to have better. They got to have better management. Dan Snyder, he's never been a good owner. I don't like him. He seems like a jerk. I just wish they would have gotten rid of They He can't. They can't do anything about him being the owner. But – I mean, if they if he sold that team, that team would do so much better because he would get an owner that doesn't care about money, but probably football. Yeah. But also, you look at the Jets. I think Sam Darnold could have been dealt, not because he's better than Haskins. I have no idea because first no, of all, Darnold's definitely him. better than Haskins. I think Darnold. But my thing is, you've I never take... seen you've never seen either of them with weapons, so you can't. T- I can't tell you. And sit here and tell you that no. Sam Darnold is. I think Haskins you has had better weapons in his career, but Darnold's played better. Haskins had well, okay, Terry. Look at it. Who's been Who's been better, Robbie Anderson or Terry McLaurin? Terry McLaurin. I gotta give it, but Robbie Anderson stepped it up this year. But Terry McLaurin's been better. All right. Okay. But my thing is, okay, after Terry McLaurin, their next best receiver is Steven Sims. When you go to New York, at one point they had Robbie Anderson, Quincy Anunua, who was good for them, but once he left, he kind of struggled. Um, and this was right before Sam Darnold got there. They had Robbie, Quincy, and I'm pretty sure they still had Jameson Crowder. Once, once Sam Darnold got there, first of all, he was I don't think he started week one for them. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did, because he got intercepted by the Lions. But First of all, Robbie was still there. Quincy Anunua was still there. I think you and can. Jamison Carter was still there. I think now, you can now put. Now two of those guys are gone, and Robbie is playing way better. And Quincy Anunua was out of the league, so you really can't tell anything about how his weapons were. I don't know. I think it's coaching. 
I think Adam Gase should be fired immediately. He's the worst coach in the league. Yes, but I think you could also put any quarterback with weapons, and they would succeed. Right. I mean, I really think that's what ha- that's what's happening that's to Tom Brady that's this true. year because really he's lost all his stuff that he used to have. He lost all his skill, right. but he just has the the best receiving core in the league, in my opinion. You could also argue the same for Herbert, but Herbert's young. He's a good quarterback. I like him. He he's gonna be a he's the future of the Chargers. And the Chargers, if they were smart, they they wouldn't get rid of him because he's their future. He has a really strong arm, and I he knows. If I if I compare him to anyone in the NFL, I give it to Josh Allen. They play really similarly. They like to. I think he's a big. They, they both big really. Part. They both really like talking? to take shots downfield, and that's what they. They use their strong talking? arm to their advantage. Are you talking Herbert right now, or Herbert when he gets in his prime? I'm talking Herbert right now. They both like to take shots downfield. I mean, Herbert has. I would. Herbert has four passing touchdowns this year hesitant. for over forty yards. So. I would be a little hesitant to. I would say more to Sean Watson. I don't know about. Uh, Josh Allen's good. I don't know if he's MVP like we thought at the beginning of the year, but he's also no bum. And I'm not saying Herbert is, and I'm not saying Deshaun Watson is, but Deshaun Watson, in my opinion, is just a little bit worse version of Josh Allen, and that's why I give that to Herbert. I'd say in his prime, Justin Herbert, he can play about like Aaron Rodgers, but but not Aaron Rodgers in his prime. Aaron Rodgers now. You know, he's not going to run a ton, but he can. And it's shocking to you that that old of a man can run. I think because Herbert – you watch, they love running play action with Aaron Rodgers because he can move his legs pretty well for a 36-year-old quarterback. I, I mean – and also, one more thing. I think a sleeper who should have probably been dealt at the deadline, but I don't know if it was because of Cap or a stubborn Jerry Jones – was DeMarcus Lawrence. He has played poor this year. If you're going to deal Everson Griffin, you probably should have gotten rid of DeMarcus Lawrence while you were at it. He has struggled this year. I think you should have gotten what you could get for him and moved on and cut your losses with him. He has been bad this year. I don't know if he has three sacks. Let me let me get you that real quick. But, I mean, if we're going back on those quarterbacks, I really think – this rookie quarterback class, Justin Herbert, Tua, Joe Burrow, and Jordan Love, they all, all those four quarterbacks have the potential to become future franchise quarterbacks. Right. DeMar- because Jordan Love, I mean, although we haven't seen him he's play, he's, he's behind good. Aaron Rodgers, who's, he's he's behind Aaron Rodgers, who's going to teach him right. right. And he's going to, he's going to be able to step in right when Aaron Rodgers retires and pick up where Aaron Rodgers Lift off. Uh, as I was saying about Demarcus Lawrence, uh, this year twenty nine tackles um, and three sacks. Last year he only had forty four tackles and five sacks. He played in all sixteen games. But if you look back on his twenty eighteen and twenty seventeen years, he had fourteen and a half sacks and then ten and a half sacks. I think you can maybe convince people that you know he can come back to that if he's in the right system. But I I don't see him being an impactful player on a two and five. Dallas Cowboys team that just took a loss to one of the worst teams in the uh in the NFL in the Philadelphia Eagles. A two and six team, my bad. And they and I just he's twenty eight, you're gonna start losing value for him. And um he's probably I think he's making over ten million. So if you wanna sign someone 
But Jerry Jones is one. He's bad about making. He's bad about trading the wrong player when there's an issue. Everson Griffin was not playing great. First of all, he's missed three games this year, so you know you can't really blame him there. His two and a half sacks is solid for over um, four games. That's almost a sack or a half a sack a game. That's over half a sack. Demarcus Lawrence in seven games has put up or eight games has put up three and only twenty nine tackles. That's not that's not insane. He's not the same player. You've got to cut your losses with him. See what you can do. But I mean. He does have a big cap hit, so that's my thinking. That's my thing on why he didn't get dealt is he has a massive cap hit. I don't I don't Yeah, I, I gotta agree with you fully there. But if we're gonna be honest, I think I think Griffin's had a better Right, year that's what I'm saying. Lawrence has like obviously pass rush was a problem for them. They give players way too much or uh sorry, QBs way too much time in the pocket. And, you know, when you trade the guy who's gotten you pretty good pressure, when your problem is pressure, then I just don't – I don't get it. Yes, Griffin is older, but he's playing better. And, yes, you're not a win-now team. If you're going to deal one, deal the other. You're going to suck either way at getting pressure on the QB. I don't get Jerry Jones. I don't get keeping the Marcus Lawrence. When he's getting old, he isn't doing you any good anymore. And, I mean, he's just – He's just a weird player. I don't get him. I, he played very well when I first started really, like, paying attention to football. And then, th- like, I didn't really notice that he had a pretty down year last year. And then coming into this year, no one was talking about him. I was like, wow, they're really sleeping on Demarcus Lawrence. And then I watched him play, and I was like, oh, he's just not good anymore. Like, it's just – it happens with DNs. There's, like, few exceptions. Like, J.J. Watt, he stayed consistent his whole career. You know what you're getting from him. You're getting a 10-sack season as long as he's healthy, you know. And 10 sacks is an insane year for any DM, but J.J. Watt considers that a down year. I mean, he's a freak of nature, and I also think he should have been dealt, but I I see why they held on to him. Yeah. Is there anyone else you think should have been dealt in the I'm league? looking at teams right now. Um. You know, I mean, Washington, Ryan Kerrigan or Matthew Ioannidis should have probably been dealt, but I'm just. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think Washington should have gave up some guys, maybe to slip up in the draft, maybe earlier in the first round, try and get, just try, maybe get a quarterback. That's what I'm not thinking. Because that's, that's Washington's biggest problem right now, not their receivers. Not even – I wouldn't even say their offensive line. It's just the quarterback is what they need to focus on. Right. Just like a lot of teams right now. Miami, I mean, I was looking at their roster. And Kyle Van Noy kind of stuck out to me on their team. You know, he is a solid – he's a good player. I think he's probably uh, – let me look at some stuff. But I'm – if I had to guess, he's their – He won a few Super Bowls. He won a few Super Bowls right. with the Patriots. So what you're getting from him is he is going to get you – let me tell you how many he has. He's a he – know, he knows what it's like to win a Super Bowl. He's been there. He's got not, he got nine tackles in his last game. This year he has – um, he has 26 total tackles in six games. So he's missed a couple of games. That's – you know, it's kind of expected that linebacker, you're rarely going to get a full season from them. In his first year with the Dolphins, obviously, um, uh, two sacks. So he, he's played probably like their best defender. But they have such a good linebacker in Jerome Baker. 
He is a very, very good and underrated linebacker. I think he'll be one of the top ten linebackers in the league in just a couple of years. Already this year, 52 tackles and two sacks. But And also, before the year started, they dealt. The guy that I like on the Dolphins' defense is Byron Jones. Yeah, he, he was their big free agency signing. He's, he's probably – he's my guy that I think is the best defensive player on the Dolphins. Right. Um, also, before the year, they dealt Raekwon McMillan, I'm pretty sure, to New York. I, di- I didn't get that, but looking at Raekwon now that he's in – oh, no, he went to Oakland. My bad. Okay, Oakland. I haven't seen Oakland. Never mind. There's another McMillan on the New York Jets that plays. Um, but at Oakland, like, Raekwon was good. He was good in there, and I haven't really looked. But they had a breakout – they have a bit of a breakout star in Christian Wilkins, their first-round pick. Um, I think two, yeah, two years, uh, last year, 22 tackles and a sack. But last year, he only had 49 tackles and two sacks, and we're at the midseason mark. So he's on pace to break his sack total. And but he's he's also got that interception, and you know, he's played very well. He's gotten five pass deflections, he's got those long arms, he can get up and block it at the line. That's very good, but you know, you, you never know. I actually I take back who my best player is on the Dolphins defense. I'm gonna give it to Xavier Howard. Yeah, he's played out of his mind. He leads he's lead the he leads the league in interceptions right now, which is he has four so far through seven games. Right. That's really good. That is really good. Yep. Um so one last one last thing before we we're probably gonna close this. Um, Thursday night football tomorrow. Tomorrow, uh, we will be rejoined by Cadwell to and uh, go over. Are we gonna do a? Are we gonna do a live reaction to the game tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to see about that. But we will be on here tomorrow to give you our picks for that game and players to look out for. And uh, yeah. We'll see you tomorrow.